Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Learning Curve. I'm your host, Anya. Happy Easter. It's Sunday. Um, it is the third day of the four-day long weekend that we have with Good Friday and the weekend and then we have one a day off on Monday. And I just, I woke up this morning and I was feeling like awful. You know when, you know, like I hate long weekends for this very reason I will be fine the first two days because I have a plan every weekend. So the first two days of a long weekend, I'm going to get done with everything. I'm going to clean my apartment and I'm going to do everything that I need to do. So I'm prepared. But then when, when it's a long weekend and you have an extra day, you don't know what to do. And as somebody who loves to have a routine, that whenever I know that I don't really have anything to do, I, I absolutely hate that feeling. I hate that feeling. Right, and then because of, you know, not having anything to do, you like, you feel unmotivated and you just, and you just feel shitty first thing in the morning and you just kind of end up having a bad day. Now, what I mean to say, my point here is today I want to talk about how you can get over a bad day, regardless of what the context is, like if you're having a bad day because of a long weekend or if you're just having a bad day because it's just a day, I just want to tell you some things that I do and some things that I've learned while trying to deal with my own bad days. So that's what today's episode is about. And let's get into it. Also, fair warning before you start listening, I definitely yelled a little in the first 15 seconds of this episode because I was excited. Um, and I would, I promise you, I would edit it into a, a calmer tone, but it's a six minute recording, the first one, and there's absolutely no way to edit it without making it look seamless because it's, I follow the same tone throughout the podcast, like not the, not the same decibel, but the same tone. So fair warning has been given. And if you are like me and you listen to your podcast and your music with headphones on full volume, turn it down. Okay. Fair warning. Enjoy. Bye now. Step number one is to control the basics. This is literally something I came across on Pinterest this morning. I was feeling like shit. And I have a board with a bunch of inspirational bullshit on it to help me get through these days. So in the morning, I was on my phone and I came across this one post that said, when you're having a bad day and you feel like nothing is in your control, it's time to go back to the basics and control the basics. That was like the gist of it. And it's true, because when you think about it, on days when you feel unmotivated and disgusting and messy, it's very normal to feel like things aren't that things are out of your control because you don't know why you feel the certain way, you don't know how to fix it. You you know, you feel like everything around you is messy cuz feeling awful is going to give you a, a pathetic pers- perspective to the world. And when you're in that restless and when you when you feel disgusting, you get restless and you try to fix everything. And instead of starting bottom up, you start at the top. You start with the most 
complicated things. You try to get the most complicated things in your control. That's not how it works. Because when you're feeling messy, you're thinking messy. And when you're thinking messy, you should not be dealing with complicated things right out the bat. You need to start with the basics. There's two parts to that. Part one of the basics is to take care of yourself. Part one of the basics is to make sure you're practicing simple survival tasks that can feel like a lot when you're not having a good day. Okay, it's showering. Make sure you shower. Make sure you wash your face and you brush your teeth and you moisturize and your hair is decent, okay? And you have comfortable clothes. That's part one. And if you want to go a little further with part one, maybe wash your hair, dress cute, put on jewelry. I don't know, like, put on perfume do something different with your hair i braided my hair this morning as much as i hated it because i was losing patience i braided it and i braided it and then i looked at it and i looked at myself and i was like i feel like putting makeup on so i put on makeup it's about making yourself feel good your entire aim of following through all the steps i'm gonna tell you is to hopefully feel a little bit better by the end of it So part one of controlling the basics is to make sure that you are feeling clean, at least physically. Like, make sure your body feels clean. Make sure your hair feels clean. And if you want to go ahead and, you know, pep it up a little, do that. Part two of controlling the basics is making sure your living space is organized. When I say living space, I don't mean your entire house, but the room that you probably spent the most time in. So maybe your bedroom or your study or whatever. I live in an apartment, so every time I have to control the basics, I just clean the entire apartment because it's not that big of a space. But when just make sure that wherever you are most of the time in your house is clean and it looks like a person lives there and it's habitable because the thing is lack of organization in the way you live is always reflected in the way you dress the way you think the way you feel and the way you function so if if you live in a messy and unorganized condition for a long enough time you will start feeling messy and unorganized constantly And you'll start feeling unmotivated because of the amount of clutter that's in your physical surrounding is going to be reflected in your mind. And your mind is going to be cluttered as well. So part two is to just clean out your living space. So that's step one. Control the basics. Make sure you're clean. Make sure your space and your surroundings are clean. And hopefully what that'll do is it'll help you think better and it'll help you think further than just how messy your situation is both like mentally and physically like surrounding wise step two is to reflect when i say reflect i'm always referring to journaling or self-reflection is what i mean and there's two things you can do to reflect on why you're feeling the way you're feeling 
Number one is just to sit with a pen and a paper and blatantly just blurt out and write out everything that you're feeling. Like, it doesn't even have to make sense. Whatever just comes to your mind about the way you're feeling, you just have to kind of write it out. And with me, the fact is every time I'm feeling unmotivated, I'm angry. So if I do that, I bet you it's going to be a bunch of just angry stuff. And I'm just, I'm going to be angry at nobody but myself, okay? That's one way to do it. For me, I know there's a pattern that I behave in. So, and I know it's not healthy. So I don't usually do that. But you can definitely try it out because for some people it will work. So the one way is just to blurt out the way you're feeling, blurt out your thoughts and kind of just let it all pour out onto that piece of paper because you're not feeling good you're probably feeling like shit you probably feel like crying whatever you feel like on that paper another thing you can do and this is something my mom used to ask me and still asks me to do for the longest time but for the longest time i like did not follow through with it because i didn't think it made sense but it actually does something my mom always asks me to do when i go to her and i tell her that i don't feel that good is to ask me She asks me to ask myself the five why questions. Basically how it works is you figure out what you're feeling on surface level. And then you kind of ask yourself five why questions to try and figure out the actual root of the problem. Sometimes it doesn't even take five questions. Sometimes it takes more than five questions. But you kind of just keep going until you feel like you've gotten to the crux of the issue. So, for example, this morning I was mad. So, my point here is that I'm mad. Question one, why am I mad? The dishes in the sink make me mad. Question two, why do the dishes in the sink make you mad? Because they're messy and they're disgusting and I don't like the look of them. Why are they messy? Because I didn't wash them. Why didn't you wash them? Because I was lazy. Why were you lazy? I don't know. Anyways. So, anywho. Like, I just had to go through the five questions. But I knew at question three what my solution was. Question three was, why are the dishes messy? And the answer to that was, because I didn't wash them. So, literally, my solution is to just wash the dishes. Okay, the problem isn't that I'm mad. I've now find the reason why I'm mad. I found the reason for the reason. Okay, I'm just mad because I didn't do the dishes and now the dishes are messy. My fault. I have to find the solution. Found the solution. Washed the, the dishes. I washed the dishes and I cleaned the kitchen. I'm feeling better. What this does, this five why method is it helps you really get to the crux of things when you're kind of when you go with the first method of just blurting everything out on paper it helps you vent it helps you with the feelings that you're having and which are of course complicated and you of course don't understand them which is normal but that's all it does the first method is a lot of complicated unresolved feelings kind of just coming out and it's just a lot of word vomit the second method is ideally something you 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 can do after you've vented. I don't even know if that's the right word. But something you can do after you've gotten those 
really messy feelings of whatever out of the way and you're feeling a little bit more centered that's what you can do so I used to do one method at a time like when I used to do the first method I did practice the five whys now whenever I'm feeling any side sort of way I just immediately jump to the five whys but if you're new to this you can just do it step by step the first thing you can do is just blurt everything out the second thing you can do is you know think of it in a more rational and you know logical way and try to figure out the crux so yeah step one control your basics feel clean look clean and step two once you have that mental peace and that mental clarity take that time to express your feelings and then figure out why you're feeling your feelings that's a lot of words anywho step three and this is kind of important it's very important step one and step two when you're feeling bad and having a hard day they're tough work right because you don't feel like doing any of it because it feels like too much work okay showering and making sure you look good and cleaning up and then journaling and writing and try to and you know going through that mental you know task of figuring out that's a lot of hard work and you're bound to feel tired in some way after that and i feel like while you don't have to exactly do anything to deserve any of what i'm gonna say i think it's very important to be able to reward yourself and be able to tell yourself that hey you did all this and i'm grateful and so you deserve to do something you like and that's step three just do something you like do something you find enjoyable do something that brings you like peace and happiness and this too can feel like a lot so if there's multiple things i always choose the easiest one but Here's a list of things that I just like doing and I usually pick one or two and I just do them on a bad day. So like, go for a walk, watch a comfort movie, meditate, cook, buy yourself like flowers or a coffee, light a candle, work out or stretch, have another shower, who cares? Have like another shower, wash your hair, put on a face mask, do skincare, I don't know. Read a book, listen to music and just like lie in bed dance nap go on a run paint draw watch a vlog make a vlog another thing i like doing is recording this podcast so that's what i'm doing right now and i am gonna i'm gonna go and walk later so you know just do things you like do things that make you happy and you should be good and you can do one of them you can do none of them you can do 15 of them i don't care um and this is two outcomes. The one thing is after you start doing these things, hopefully you feel a little happier. And you, if not happier, at least you're feeling less sad and less, you know, shitty or however you were feeling. There's less of it and there's more happiness. Number two, it's a distraction. What these things do, what all the previous steps and this step do is that it distracts you and it keeps you from overthinking. Because that's what we do when we're sad and we're feeling shitty. We tend to over-dramatize these things and we tend to get in our heads about it. And that's not like our fault. I think it's just, I think it's just ingrained in us at this point as human beings. So what these things do is they keep you focused on a task 
and they keep your mind busy so it doesn't go and do shitty things like overthinking and making a big deal out of it. Like, it's just a bad day. Here's a way to get out of it. That's the way I think of it now. But earlier, when I did do all of this, I was like, oh my god, it's a bad day. Tomorrow's gonna be a bad day. It's gonna be a bad week. It's gonna be a bad month. It's gonna be a bad year. It's gonna be a bad life. Okay, that was my thought process. I used to get in my head so much. Right? So the, the, the one thing that all these things do is they just keep you on task and they don't let you overthink as much as you would if you were to just lie in bed and scroll through social media. Right? You're, you're doing something you like. It's distracting you. It's preventing you from being in your head. It's a win-win. Okay? That's step three. Just do things you like. Distract yourself. Whatever. Try something new. Do the same thing. Watch a new movie. Go on a walk. Take a new route. Try a new coffee shop. Make a new recipe. I don't know. Write a story. I don't know. Just There's so much you can do. There's literally endless things you can do in the world there's no way you have done everything learn a new language i don't know learn how to say five sentences in german or spanish i don't know right endless things you can do don't come at me with the thing of i don't know what to do there's nothing to do there's always something to do it's about initiative okay so that's step step three here's my last step for you and this isn't important this isn't something everybody might like um because I get it. Sometimes you just want to be an introvert. It's fine, mom. You're good. <laughs> She's getting... Yeah, you're good. I'm recording, but it's fine. Do you want to say hi to the people? <laughs> She's getting ready for a party. Anyways. So, step four is that... And this is something, again, you don't have to do it because I get it. Some people just want their own space. Regardless of how... You know, like when you're just recovering from a shitty day, regardless of how good you feel at that point... Sometimes you just want your space. Sometimes you just want to cherish that feeling of being happy after having a shitty day alone. And that's fine. But something I do is I like to connect. I like to talk to my family. I like to talk to my friends. I'm very close with these people. And I just like to call them up or like drop them a text and have a conversation. I don't have to tell them about my shitty day. I, I don't have to tell them if I don't want to tell them. I just have to call them and I can literally just listen to them talk about their day. I can have really stupid and pointless conversation with them. I can like, I'm sorry, I hate to say this, but I can, I can call up my grandma and like update myself on the family gossip, whatever. Okay, what this does for me is it's a very good reminder of the fact that I'm not alone. I may be experiencing something that nobody else is at the moment in my circle, but I'm not alone. These people are always here to support me. So it really kind of brings back that realization of having that support system, which is very important because, again, it stops you from catastrophizing about things. It, it, you know, it stops you from thinking you're the only one and something's definitely wrong with you no it's just a bad day and if you need to talk to people about it do it right so like connect with your people talk to 15 different friends talk to your family member whatever you like to do not important you can just you can literally just sit in bed and watch a movie or whatever you like doing but it's definitely something that helps me because I feel like human connection is very important and human connection is healing okay like some humans aren't healing but Human connection with the right people 
is a good thing. Okay, so one thing just reminds you of your support system. Number two, it's more distraction. Okay, it's just, it's a lot more distraction. You call somebody up, you're bound to have a nice conversation. Okay, maybe not a nice conversation, but you're bound to have a conversation. And it's going to make you feel nice. You're going to love it. And you're going to forget temporarily, even if you're going to forget about how shitty your day was. That's what I do. If I call up my grandma and she starts updating me on family gossip, I will forget about everything. I will get so invested into that thing. Like, I don't like to start drama, but when it comes to other people's drama in my own family, oof, I would love that. I just love listening to it. It's So, more distraction. It's a support system. You know you have people. You know you have distractions. It's amazing. So, if you want, if you've never, like, tried to connect when you're having a bad day, just because you think you're an introvert, again, it's something you can try. It's something new. You don't have to do it if you do it. The first time you don't like it, of course you don't have to do it. But it's a good thing. So step four, connect with people. Okay? So that were the four steps of a potential remedy to kind of get through a bad day. There is no definite solution to bad days. Like sometimes you just have to sit through it. Sometimes you just have to go through it for whatever reason, right? But these are things that I do and that you can do and hopefully they'll make you feel a little bit better um just let's go over the four steps again number one control the basics make sure you're clean make sure your space is clean make sure that your surroundings allow you to think clearly number two reflect so blurt out what you're feeling and then try to go deeper into that feeling and understand it so you know what the solution could be Number three, distract yourself, comfort yourself, and pamper yourself. Because steps one and two, controlling the basics and reflecting, are hard work. And they're not easy to do when you're having a shitty day. So you definitely deserve pampering. So do that. And pampering is a great distraction. So like, try new things, do old things, whatever you need to do. Just distract yourself. Do anything it takes to stop overthinking and catastrophizing last one um not important because i get it when you need your space on a bad day last one is connect with people like talk to your family talk to your friends i don't know go to a coffee shop and talk to a stranger that's creepy kind of but if you know how to start a conversation with a stranger totally do it that's something i'm working on but if y'all know that's amazing right so control reflect distract and connect that rhymes and i love it and that was just it that was episode five of learning curve um i hope that these steps help you in the future i hope you never have a bad day but if you do i really hope that this was this was of some help um i am recording a lot today um because i'm just trying to find things to do because i i too am having a bad day so i'm just trying to find things to do and i am recording more so there will be more content coming a lot sooner than usually i know i'm very inconsistent with my posting but it's just really hard with school and stuff so thank you for listening i hope you have an amazing rest of your easter it's 4 p.m and i'm not gonna post this till 6 so i hope you have a great rest of your day and i hope tomorrow is good for you because tomorrow is a day off and i hope you have a great week thank you for listening i will see you The next time I post, who knows when that is.